You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. UL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth and J-Rod with you on this Thursday. And it is time to go off the board. J-Rod, you found this story. Fred Van Fleet, he is not happy. And he doesn't care if he gets fined. He is going to call out a specific ref that he thinks is ruining the game. Take a listen. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was f***ing terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on most nights, you know, couple other you know out of the three there's one or two that just the game up you know and it's, it's it's been like that a couple couple games in a row um denver was tough obviously you come out tonight you're competing pretty hard the third quarter i get a shit tech changes the whole dynamic of the game changes the whole flow of the game and um you know most of the refs are trying hard i like a lot of the refs are trying hard they're pretty fair they communicate well and then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks and um just kind of the game up nobody's coming to see that they come to see the players and um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. And um, it's never a good place to be. That's not why we lost tonight. We got outplayed. Um, but it definitely makes it tougher. Hmm. I mean, it seems like he was genuine you know he did admit that they lost and i'm sure part of that was he was frustrated but it sounds like there's a history there and he doesn't care if he gets fined he certainly wants someone looking into this and it was very clear well he he, i'm glad he doesn't care because he most certainly will get fined uh for that listen I appreciate the the frustration and to your point, the accountability saying, hey, we didn't lose because Ben Taylor, uh, we lost because we got outplayed. But to me, we hear this a lot, right? There's always, you know, remember Chris Paul, he can't, whenever there's a certain referee uh, in a game, he never wins those games. His team never wins. To me, these guys, everybody's human, both the players and the referee and I think there is some 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 personal to it. I'm not saying that Ben Taylor's out to get Fred Van Fleet. I just think at the same time, maybe the fuse is is short. The leash is short. Like they're not going to put up with certain things. Everybody's human, um, but I don't think there's anything like anybody's out to get anything. I think there you're you're starting to create a very dangerous narrative. Um, there, there's always going to be the, if this official doesn't like me, this official doesn't get it. Uh, it happens in every sport and the NBA for, for whatever reason, you know, it it seems like it's always about the referees and maybe that's what the NBA should start looking, getting into uh, about maybe limiting how much we hear and see from these officials. But I, listen, I, a friend of mine is an official in the NBA and they are under such scrutiny you know, the, yeah. they they have to basically when the game's over, before they get on the plane and go to the next city, they have to do a report. They have to essentially evaluate the game they just did. Um, and I think the NBA has started to do a better job of holding officials accountable. 
this may just seem like, hey, man, I'm not going to put up with anything from you, Fred. You, you know, you say something, I'm going to tee you up, and that's how to put into it. It's, you know, it's tough love. Well, what do you think is worse? Because I think the NFL, you hear about players and fans crying about the officials all the time. Do you think it's worse in the NFL or the NBA? I, I, I think, I think the end, listen, in the, in the NBA is worse, I think, because unfortunately, whether there's urban legends or whether Tim Donaghy, you know, we've had actual things that have sort of perpetuated the, the, the conspiracy theories, if you will, that, that said, see, look, there, there, there was a crooked ref. Or see, the, the, look yeah. at the Lakers-King series. And so it, it feeds into that dynamic. But listen, it happens in baseball. It happens in hockey. It happens in the NFL. Uh, it's, to me, it's what the leagues need to do is hold these officials accountable more and hold them more accountable publicly. And the NBA has tried with saying, hey, this referee screwed up or this crew screwed up. Uh, a certain call, and I think that's the way they do it. But you're always going to have personal beefs between players and, and referees. That's never going to change. That That's the human aspect of it. Well, there are some betters that might have some beef if this happens. So WWE is in talks with a couple of states, Colorado and Michigan, to legalize betting on scripted match results. I think this is outrageous. So WWE is working with EY, commonly known as Ernst & Young, to secure the match results so that they won't leak to the public. Are you kidding me? If you can bet on something, I don't know if I would trust this isn't leaking to the public. Um, WWE creative executives don't plan to inform wrestlers who will win until hours before a match. Okay, I have a problem with that too. It's just, this is wild. I just, I don't know. I mean, there's people, and speaking of like conspiracy theories, there are people who think, you know, the NFL is scripted. I hear from them on social media <laughs> during the NFL season. So right. I, I, it's, it's crazy. I, I think this would be a problem. Yeah, I think, I think. listen, I am as big a degenerate gambler as there is. I, I don't think I need to bet on professional wrestling. I, I'm, I'm okay with it, okay? I, I can actually watch something and not have to bet on it. I, I, listen, the fact that they can hire Ernst & Young and it'll be a secured, listen, at least two people know the results, and that's two too many for me. Too so many. if two yeah. people know, everybody knows. No, thank you. I have no desire to bet on that stuff. That's why I don't bet on the Academy Awards. I don't bet on the Grammys or anything like that. I need things to happen, you know, organically like they should in, 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 a, in a sporting event. No, thank you. Um, I think at the same time, it's the WWE trying to cash in on what all the other sports do. You know, look at all the yeah. all the deals, you know, BetMGM has with all these leagues and, and all this stuff. I think I don't blame them, but I have no interest whatsoever in betting on anything that's scripted. You know, I thought I, the I, same I'll, I'll thing. enjoy it. I was like, the WWE, do they have enough money? Like, obviously, they want a piece of this pie as well, and I get it. But that's just such a slippery slope. Listen, if some professional wrestlers want to DM me who's winning matches, I won't complain and I'll bet. No, I'm just kidding. But I, it's crazy. Imagine if you worked there and people are constantly hitting you up like, hey, just tell me. I know you know. I'll give you some money for if you tell me. It's like, 
it's just, I don't know how you would clamp down on that and be able to regulate it. It just, seems- and I'll be honest with you. It, it, and if you're part of the, of, of the sports betting industry, this is something actually you don't want because you're trying to get away from things being scripted. You're trying to get away okay. from people yeah. knowing information. This is actually the exact opposite. I would think what a sports book would want to be associated with. Yep. I'm with you. Are you ready to power rank some NCAA tournament announcers? Hello, uh, friends. So we got the list. I know. I'm excited for this. Hello, friends. I actually worked with someone that would say that all the time, and I'm like, yeah, that was kind of already taken, but you go ahead and have fun with that. We'll not say the person's name on the air. So we got the list. Um, let's take a look at some of these names. Who jumped out at you? Did you? Are you going to do yours from the worst to the best, or are we? Just well, I would. I would. I wouldn't use. I wouldn't use the. I wouldn't use the word worst. I, I would use entertaining. How's that? So, po- <laughs> so political. I wouldn't use the word worst. All right. Or, or, or Go people, through some of yours. People that I enjoy. People that I enjoy hearing. How's that? And, and I would, and honestly, I would rank Jim Nance, who is one of the goats. I would put him at the bottom just because I don't feel very entertained when I listen to Jim Nance. You know, I always make wow. a joke. Oh, I just listen. He is the quintessential old school announcer. Doesn't get in the way. He lets the game, you know, do its Breathe. thing. And it's almost like he's yeah. not even there. And I get it. I get it. But part of watching a game, to me, is part of the dynamic of the announcer. It's, it's, a, it's a fine balance. Like, like Gus Johnson, I would almost put him uh, second to last with, with Jim Nance. Because I think Gus, while he's super wildly entertaining, I think Gus, for my taste, gets in the way of the game sometimes. Uh, you know, you just sort of what's okay. Am I listening to Gus or am I watching the game? You know, that, that's sort mm-hmm. of it. So I would say Nance five, I would say Gus Johnson four. Uh, now we're starting to seeing the guys that what I'm almost, I'm almost excited when I hear that they're calling a game. I love Ian Eagle. I think he's, I think he's super classic. I think he's super cool. Um, I love, and this is kind of controversial, Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson, I actually started listening to Brian when he started doing Brewers games, and he does a lot of TNT games, uh, and now he's doing these tournament games. He actually called uh, LeBron's uh, a record-breaking game. Number one for me, give me Kevin Harlan. All day, all night, from the Minnesota Timberwolves days with the big ticket to announcing when drunk people run on the field on Monday night football to cats running on the field, and he does play-by-play for them. I love me some Kevin Harlan all day and night. I love it. Man, there's there's some good ones uh, on this lineup. I didn't do just play-by-play. Um, so this, this I kind of went a little deeper, like all over the place here. But so 1A, I have a 1A and 1B. 1A for me is Charles Barkley. Obviously, we know he mostly does TNT and NBA, and perhaps he's not – as up on the college basketball because he's so focused on NBA. But listen, when Charles talks, I'm listening. I love to hear what he has to say. 1B is Jim Nance. I mean, he's just so smooth. I I could listen to him. I I get your point, but I I like him a lot. He's one of my favorites. Uh, Number three, hmm, I'm going wild card here. Let's go... Avery Johnson. 
I think his perspective is interesting. I love his accent. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I'm in on that. Another one that I think is interesting, Jay Wright. He got a shout out earlier in the show. I like Jay Wright. And Adam Lefko has become one of my favorites as well. I think yeah. he's really good in studio. He's a great host. He's got a different vibe to him, and I, I really enjoy listening to him. And also Candace Parker. Got to have a female in there, and she just fits in well with everyone. Love her insight. Of course, she played. So shout out to Candace Parker. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We'll check in with Sean Little at the top of the hour to look at tonight's NBA card. That's next on the BetQL Network.